All right, yeah, so we were talking about Case and where you got that name. So was it like a name, like a where you got it, like from your boys or just like hanging out with the crew? Like, well, how 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 did it come about? Yeah, no, my whole family's been calling me Case. It's just a nickname. It's just a nickname. Okay. And I've been being, since the moment I was born, I remember being called Case. So it wasn't anything crazy for me. Yeah, it's like easy off the tongue. And, you know, I was just curious to know, because you know that sometimes people have like just meanings behind what they are, or what they do. So what is like the meaning probably behind like how you became what you want to be? And how did you discover that maybe uh, like that you wanted to become an entrepreneur or like a songwriter or a rapper? Yeah, I was um, just in school and I believe in a higher power. I do believe in God. And it was a moment in time. It was my third year at Rowan University in South Jersey. And the teacher's like, you better get this because you're going to be working for someone, someone one day. And I'm like, that day, I feel like time froze, and I'm like, whoa, no way. This is all college is, is for me to get a job? No way. So, you know, I, I was going back and forth to teachers. I'm like, that's not true. No, that's not how that works. It was getting too, too much. <laughs> so I'm, I remember just being by myself in the room, and I heard a voice say, leave school and do music. And then the immediate second thought was, if you apply yourself, you can be the greatest ever. That that I I went to go do my transcripts the next day. Yeah, I went to do my transcripts the next day. I didn't I didn't um second guess it. I finished out the semester and I was out. Damn. So sometimes it was almost like a like a feeling or a calling. And yeah. since then till now, do you think you've like improved and learned? Because I know like the journey that you go through, it's a lot of people don't talk about it, but it is almost like a self journey instead of going with like a team, right? You work a nine to five. It's mm -hmm. everything is on you. So like, how did you improve? How did you learn to like roll with the punches? You know, cause starting from ground up, it's kind of hard, you know? Yes. Again, I had no friends in the industry. Dude, I knew no one who did business. I was literally starting from ground zero, like you said. Shit. But the one thing I did have was God and I had drive, ambition. I think it might've froze. No, no, I hear you. Okay. I hear you. I had drive and ambition. And of course, when I tell, told everyone, hey, I'm leaving school, they're like, what are you doing? You're a junior, you got one more year, you got a few more classes left. This is yeah. asinine. <laughs> this is <laughs> horrible. Why would you do this? So I felt that slander from everyone, friends, family, and that just drove me. So within a year and a half, I was doing tours. I was already on tour with another rapper in LA, Seattle, yeah. um, where else were we? I said Cali, Seattle. We did some in New York. Like I was all over touring um, with this guy named Mark Battles. He he randomly followed me one day and he's like, I'm doing a tour. And I commented, I said, if you need anyone to open up, let me know. He's like, let's go. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so within a year and a half of leaving school, I already saw the improvements of and the gifts of my labor and my purpose already coming towards me. So I feel like when you... Do things that God tells you to do. He lays it out for you. Will it be easy? No. <laughs> but yeah. if you have that drive and ambition, you can achieve anything.
And during that time, I also taught myself how to engineer my own music. So even my new single that just dropped, I did that myself. No one's sitting there pressing record for me. No one's making it sound good. It's all me doing it, you know? Exactly. That's something I taught myself as well. Um, So it's just about having that ambition and figuring it out. Like you said, I started at Ground Zero, so I didn't know anyone who had a studio. There's no one in my family who makes music but me, (laughs) you know? So... Yeah, um, yeah, and it's interesting too. Yeah. Like the way you rap and stuff too. It seems like it's like a legit rapper, and yeah. it's not someone just up and coming. It's more so like you've been doing this, but yeah. it's like now like your work is showing off, you know, mm-hmm. so or paying off. That's the best way to put it. And the name of your new single is called "Nothing Less, Nothing New." Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Gotcha. My bad. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, nothing more, nothing less. Everyone who's listening, go tune in onto my boy Case. He worked really hard for this. And how many, um, how many, I guess, like, how, how, how did the single come about? I guess let's talk about that too. Um, honestly, this single is the most out of character single, <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that music is a reflection of how you feel. And even though I didn't want to put it out because it's, it's not brand compliant, like it has nothing to do with my brand. It was a part of me in that moment. Yeah. So basically like I'm on my journey and there's people who, you know, haters, we want to call them, talking, talking and saying things. And like I told you, I was already on tour. I already started my company, Apply Pressure LLC. I was already doing things and they weren't doing anything. So this song was me saying, literally the first words is, I need my respect, leave it at that. Like, I just felt like I need some respect for this. I left school and I'm I'm floating now, I'm treading water. So it was a kind of angry song. But it also was yeah. just a, a honest, real part of me. So I felt like I just it, had to It put spoke it to me, man. When I heard it, I was like, yo, like, it goes hard. Like, it yeah. goes like, damn, he, he he got his time. Like, it's almost like that, that like, song with logic where it's like, I, there was a seed and he, like, waited for the seed to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's my time right now, right? I yes. don't know. I forgot the song's name. Yes. But, um, yeah. And I think it was like that. It's like, your time has come. And, like, you're trying to just be like, yo, I need my respect right now. It's my time. So like, it's a yeah. good single and I, I really like it. So I definitely will ask you more about like where it goes. Um, as of now, like, uh, where do you see, uh, like, you know, I guess when it comes to albums and stuff, are you like working on albums or anything? I already have like two, three albums done. <laughs> oh, even, shit, okay. even this song I recorded in 2020. The music oh, wow. video I recorded in 2020. So 2021, wow. I did. So last year I took the whole year to just do a bunch of music videos because what I learned was when you walk into these record labels, they already have their next six months to a year on the wall. Scissors yeah. dropping here, Drake's dropping here. We already know this. They already submitted right. the music. Yeah, yeah, everything's in order. So they're very organized. So I'm like, in order for me to get ahead, I literally have to be ahead. So right now, I'm, you guys are a year behind me. This isn't even the best version of me. You know what I mean? This is this is nothing. Yeah, I've already gotten better, but you don't know that. You know what I mean? No, so, that's exactly how like uh, and to relate to you, bro. Like it's the yeah. same way that with the podcast, right? Like I have the podcast scheduled, and they don't know like I have this new material and like new like even like you know you're one of the first guests that gets to see the content of the like you know I have like a ring light and I have this mm-hmm. new mic like all that stuff. So you're gonna be like one of the first ones that come on. But a lot of people don't know that because, like you said, you have to schedule it, right? Yeah. And if you schedule it, actually, I think it's better for you um, not to stress about it in the moment and just 
fire every five minutes. Like, you know, yeah. like you can have yeah. breaks and do your thing and take a vacation and come back, you know? Literally, it's already there. So I just felt like that helped me so much. And also yeah. during that time period, I just networked like crazy. I've met people in the industry. I met A Boogie's old manager, Fabulous's old manager. What? Um, Holy crap. Met people across the Dang. world, Japan. You know, I just took a year to speak to so many people and figure this thing out, you know, and I feel like I'm, I'm on that on the right track. I understand now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And I guess like if there was a collaboration that you wanted to meet, right? If And if you could start a collab with someone tomorrow, who would that person be? Is there anyone like Drake? Like for me, it'd be Drake. <laughs> yeah. I'll I mean, be honest. He's, he's up there. He's up there. But Jay-Z would have to be my number one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the go. He's the go. He's the go to me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat that. I mean, that's just so humbling. Like the fact that you get to do a Jay Z and he gives you like some kind of any kind of mentorship, I think it's like godsend, you know? So, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. This is how I know. So I believe that your purpose, there's a bunch of foreshadowing times in your life. Like I look at life from a bird's eye view. There was a time my we have like a millionaire friend, right? He's like, oh, I can't go to this Brooklyn Nets game. He gives my mom the tickets, courtside. <laughs> His oh, ticket was $3,500 a piece. A piece. So that's, Crazy. yeah. So he gives it, so that's what, 7K? 7K Boom. for two. Just like that, front seat. Only for what, two hours? <laughs> you just spent $7,000? Like, okay. So I'm there. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the Brooklyn Nets, Jay-Z yeah. was the part owner. And this was right in the, the heat of it. So at halftime, when you sit courtside, they have a whole cafe in the back. No one really knows that. But, yes, they have a cafe in the back. And there's a – so we're, me and my mom are in the back room. We're eating. I see people that Jay-Z rapped about, like his cousins. I'm like, oh, my God. Because this is my idol. And he yeah. was sitting across from me. Like, I was here. He was all the way down there. Victor Cruz was straight ahead. And there was a whole bunch of other celebrities. True. And I'm just insane. sitting there. Yeah. yeah. I'm on TV. People at home are texting me like, I see you on TV. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yo, um, that's insane. But this is the crazy part. There's like a secret hidden door back there and it opens. It's like the wall comes out and there's a guy and it's Jay-Z. And he's like, oh my God. maybe like two feet away from me. And we're Yo, just staring that's at each other. Bro, yeah. we're just staring at each other. And he's like, and I'm in a daze. I'm like, and he shakes his head like this, and he closes the door back. And you I'm guys like, like made like eye contact, like yes. what? I'm like, oh. mom, did you see that? Did you see Jay Z? She, she's looking around like, okay, food is there. She's still trying to figure <laughs> out the cafe. <laughs> I'm like, Jay Z was right there. She's like, where? I'm like, oh. And she's like, he probably thought that that you were Bow Wow or somebody like that. I was like, oh. <laughs> you should just play it off like, hey, it's Bow Wow, you know, like that one time we met up, and then just. But like, nah, I'm Case, you know. Yeah, That's exactly, exactly. So, but I feel like that was foreshadowing. And there were so many times where I met people in the industry randomly. You know what I mean? I'm backstage with Dave East one one night. I'm like, so this is what rappers do. And this is months after I tried rapping, after, yeah. you know, after I started music. And it's like every few months, every few, like, moments, something tells me you're on the right path, you're on the right path, you're on the right path. So it's like I'm I'm destined to be there, and I know it. So now I'm at the point where it's like you have to rise to the occasion, and that's where I am at this moment in time. 
It's interesting because like I when what you told me is like very similar to something I saw on on YouTube one time, and it was like a cr- crowd with Kanye, and mm. some dude went up to Kanye and started rapping. I don't know if you saw that video. It was like a while back, mm. but he went up to Kanye, he just started rapping, and then Kanye just took him for his label, and that was it. Wow. Because he had the ability to rap in front of him, and he was like, "In sixty seconds, go!" And then the guy wasn't spitting gibberish; he was spitting like legit, like um, flow, everything, like legit making lyrics, dropping bars, doing verses, doing yeah. all these things. And he was like, just hitting everything that Kanye wanted in sixty seconds or less. And then the guy got like deal, and I don't know what happened to him after. But yeah. the fact that you know Kanye took you under his wing and did all those things, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you don't know like where networking will take you. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, and I think that's the same with podcasting, man. Like even seeing you on my feed one day, I was like, yo, I like his energy. I like the charisma and just seeing you kind of your work ethic is really good. And I really mm-hmm. like to have people on this podcast that have a good work ethic. So, you know, yeah. Thanks man for, for being it. on. Yeah, thank you. And like, well, how's your work ethic like though? Like, is it, is it like relentless? Is it like Monday to Saturday? Do you take any breaks? It's or- every day, anytime. I, my mm-hmm. favorite, the, so I, another theory I have on life is whoever you are like attracted sure. to, like for their mental or whatever the case may be, like growing up, they have something that you have. So I was always drawn to Kobe yeah. Bryant. And I realized Kobe. it's because I have that type of mentality. Like I have to go get it. And which is also another reason why I'm an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? It all makes sense. So I feel like, um, my work ethic is like that Mamba mentality. It's like, I have to achieve this. And sometimes I get worried. I'm like, so what happens when I do achieve it? Will, yeah. that, will that subside or will I keep going? You know, but I feel like it's innate and it's who I am. And I'm a Capricorn. And if you know anything about Capricorns, they're the mountain goats. They, we have to climb something in life. They love to climb. Never yeah. Ends. yeah. So that's kind of, that's just, that's me at the end of the day. I, I like the Mamba mentality. Like I read, read up on Kobe. I've just been, obsessed with Kobe since I was a kid. And it was really because of his mindset and because I possessed something like that. (laughs) I'm not going to say it's just like that, but it's something like it. No. And I'm a huge Kobe fan too. Not to just like, you know, agree to agree, but I literally have a poster in my room and the day Kobe passed away, my, me and my dad cried like little, little, little girls, just because the day he passed, it was more like, I didn't like the way the news came out. I was like, it's like TMZ kind of shit, like fake, it yeah. wasn't real. And then it happened. And I was like, shit. But now I always like, it's weird because I feel like his teachings are still in YouTube and the algorithm. And I always, once in a while, I see like a Kobe video come up. Mm-hmm. It's like, what did he do? And it's like in the morning, he would wake up at 6 a.m. and train. And then at nine, you would train and then you'd take a break and then train. So is that like your motivation, I guess? Like that's your role model, right? I guess yeah, Kobe's yeah. one of them. Especially, great, yeah. For his mental, of a great. hundred million percent, a hundred million percent. No, for sure. For sure, man. And uh, well, I guess right now, like, um, do you, uh, what was I going to say? What's one lesson, like your, I guess your job has taught you that uh, something only you learned on the job, like on, on the road, like how did, like, could you rap on the fly or are you one of those people that have to like write his lyrics? Like, how do you do that? Cause I have no experience <laughs> in rapping. I'm like into tech. I like my Mac. That's it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I love to hear rap and yeah. I, I've always been envious of people who could just drop bars. I think that's an amazing talent to have. Yeah. So prior to me leaving school, I never wanted to do music. 
the thing about me is I don't want to do anything anyone else is doing. But if I think about it, I'm not. I'm rapping different. I don't have all the tattoos. I don't have the dress. I'm not saying <laughs> F this B. You know what I mean? You'll I'm get them. Yeah, I'm speaking life into people. I'm actually doing the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Um, but I just feel like, wait, what was the question again? My bad. Oh, uh, what's one lesson like your job has taught you? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it, like, was there any point in time where like, you know, you had to like change? Like it was, it's kind of like a different question, but what is it, it taught you? And like, how do you go from like, can you rap on command or could you, do you have to write your lyrics out? kind of like Eminem and then yeah. like read them out and all that stuff. Cause there's different kinds, right? Like people, yeah. of people and rappers. So. Yeah. So my process has changed. I used to start off like that, but now I hear the beat press record freestyle, the melodies. So the chorus is like the beat. I hear the beat and I'm like, I'll just hum that. And then I can write to that and I'll have a so- song done in five minutes. Just like that. The hook is the most important for the chorus, yeah. But I also wanted to mention that I'm just a vessel. I would <laughs> I would love to say it's me doing it, but it's it's something above me that's using me for its greatness. You know what I mean? Like the things that I'm saying, yeah, they're me, but the skill and the talent is out of this world. I can't make it up. You know what I mean? I never thought of doing this, so something must be. I'm a vessel for something, so I I constantly have to meditate a and stay message. open. Yeah, open to that energy because when that energy isn't there, it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's like I'm forcing it and I hate force. Um, and then your first question was the lesson that I learned on the job. And that was rest. Rest is just as important as working hard. And we don't wow. understand that. You know what I mean? Even for your manifestations to come in, you have to sleep. <laughs> you have yeah. to sleep. If you know anything about sleep, like in the spiritual sense, your soul travels. That's how you have dreams. Your body lays dormant and then your soul leaves and literally goes to different realms and you have dreams. That's supposedly that's how that happens. But in order for your manifestations to come, you have to let your soul be free. Let it go get it. You know what I mean? So and I like I said, that mama mentality has gotten me to the to exhaustion a handful of times like where I just can't take it anymore. I, I'm forced to rest. Like one of my favorite quotes is your body keeps tabs on you. And it's like, That's if, a sick you quote. Don't, if you don't rest, watch what happens. <laughs> like, you'll probably get sick, get a headache, something. Your body is going to force you to rest. So the thing I learned and, is that rest hard, play hard. No, and rest, dude, rest is like one of those things where like people undermine it a lot. Yeah. Yes. Like people, people want to just like tomorrow, like they want to do like 10 things on their, on their thing and they don't understand like sometimes you're like you know we think of like the week right monday to friday let me work the in our in our minds right like monday or friday let me work and saturday sunday rest mm-hmm. but your body's body doesn't know that it maybe you might want to rest on wednesday and then you're like you can go hard on saturday for some weird reason yeah so i think rest is so important and like um for me i practice a lot of meditation yeah in my spare time so i use a calm app so um do you like how do you relax like is it for you like maybe like going out and like having like a drink with the boys Mm -hmm. or like what is it um honestly i love the sun (laughs) so i kind of just go outside go in the sun i might put like a towel or something on the grass and just sit down and breathe breath work is is the fastest way for me to (sighs) relax you know (laughs) what i mean 
Yeah, also yeah, like yeah. Uh, reading. Reading is fun. I know that sounds crazy, but reading, sometimes reading helps me relax. It helps me just lock in. Like my whole goal is to just focus, focus, lock in. Because when my mind is like this, then I'm less efficient, you know? So yeah, those are, those are a few ways that I try to just stay focused. And um, Do you rest. make like your own schedule almost? Because it's yeah. like uh, you're your own boss kind of, right? So yeah. you're like, you, you do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, basically, like I like I said in um, the one with the kill, the, the interview with the kill is like, I honor where where my body is. Like I honor the flow of life. I don't try to go against it. Like we try to go against the flow of life. Like if I don't feel like good today, then guess what? I don't feel good today, you know? But exactly. if I feel great and motiva- motivated naturally, I'm jumping on that opportunity. And if I just feel like hanging out with my girl or with my friends, I'll do that. So I just honor the flow of life. And what I learned was I get a lot of stuff done that way. Is it? Yeah, that's actually a very good way of looking at it, too. Because sometimes, like, you don't realize, like, sometimes your body's just trying to tell you, like, yo, like, chill. Just Mm -hmm. have fun. And I I notice myself, like, I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm going to stay home at work. And then, like, next thing you know, my body's just, like, kind of, like, feeling off. And then... I feel the need to go out and have fun with my friends and I actually do when I come back and I'm 10 times more productive yeah. than I was before. So yeah. sometimes you just got to listen to yourself, you know? And I think with you too, like with rapping and stuff, it all has, it's like you said, it's like a vessel. So it like comes in mm-hmm. and you can just spit out. But if you're not feeling it that day, it literally your music will show, right? So Yeah, yeah I agree. And it's, it's very sporadic too. It could be sporadic. Like I'll probably, it, your body's like, okay, chill. And then it's like, go record. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. You oh, know, shit. Like, like, it could be sporadic <laughs> like that. Crazy. But I, when that energy comes, I got to jump on it, you know? No, definitely. And, like, I saw this on, uh, I think, like, Impulsive or something. Like, one of the – I forgot his name. But he did, like, the the song Mood. Mm-hmm. Damn, what, what am I forgetting? Uh, da-na, mood. Da-na. It was, like, a TikTok song. Mm-hmm. He was uh, – damn, let me look, look him up. This is a podcast. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let it be. Uh, one second. What's his name? Mm. Song. Oh, 24K Gold. Gold. Golden? 24 Golden? That's his name? 24K Golden. Yeah. Oh, He's, oh. It's like a song that you definitely know who it is. It's this dude. Uh, let's see images. Is this dude? I don't know if you see him. Looks familiar. Yeah, I mean, he had, like, one of the TikTok songs. But basically, like, he had a similar thing where, like, he was, like, making a Call of Duty song. And the song Mood came on. And then next thing you know, it was just like, bro, I'm like, I got to make this song. And he made the song. And he's like, if I forgot, it would have not been the number one song at the time. It was during the pandemic. Yeah, it's about capturing that that magic moment. Literally. Yeah. 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 So that's... That's crazy to you. Is is so um yeah, that's that's insane. And I wish I knew how to do that, man. I it's one of those things where like I, I, I have no idea how rap works, but I always appease those that can do it. So that's awesome. Um is there anything you wanna say to your listeners on this podcast? Maybe like something uh like a word of advice or anything that especially people who wanna be like you, who aspire to be like you or look up to you. Trust your gut. You know, we, people don't know that we actually have three brains. They only teach us about one. True. 
right? Your gut is a brain and so is your heart. So it's one, two, three. And, you know, like if you ever broken up with someone, your heart literally hurts. It's like, I can't breathe. It's like palpitating, ever, right? Yeah. And then we use our mind and then, but your gut is, is to me is the one that's connected to spirit. So if you trust your gut and, and don't mind anyone else, you'll get to where you need to be. But I, my favorite quote is life is a one player game. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Like we go. think that we're supposed to do things together. Yes, you are. But at the basis of it, at the root of it, it's a one player game. So do what you have to do for yourself. And that's the only way that you can help others. So I no, feel like yeah, that's that, something good. Yeah. No, definitely like listening to yourself, right? Like I think that's your story. And I think you let everyone that was trying to give advice, like you kind of were like, let me just focus on me. And you did what you had to do. And you finally got a good output and where you want to be. Yeah. And I think that's something that, you know, your listeners and my viewers can take too. Like, um, especially when it comes to mental health, right? Like it's not always in your people around you, but sometimes it's a, your inner voice telling you and yeah. stuff. So uh, Case, like, have you ever had any mental health, like, I guess, challenges, like, you know, going into rap or even like kind of talking about certain, you know, tough songs, I guess, or is yeah. it just still sporadic? Sometimes it is sporadic, but I have a, uh, at the end of like my first few projects, I have a song, actually every project I have yeah. songs where I just vent. Um, and Man. one of them was about my relationship with my dad, which was oh, shit. difficult. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. there would be times where it's like, dude, where are you? Why aren't you calling me? You know, my parents are split up. So in the song, um, I have a song called leave it up to me. And it's a growth song where I realized that ah, I'm actually just happy that you're still alive. You know what I mean? I'm actually just happy that I can call you. I'm actually just happy that we could still, even though things happened in the past, we can still create a future. So um, that was something mental that I needed to get through to change that scenario. You know what I mean? It's like you can play the victim all you want or you can take accountability and continue down a, a brighter path. So that's kind of wh what I what I did. And that's just a synopsis of it. Like, that's just one song, but yeah. Well, that shows humility, right? I feel yeah. like not everyone will be that generous to let someone that's not been part of their life in for a long time. And it takes a lot of uh, humility because even, even with me, man, like family and stuff, like sometimes it's hard, you know? Like family, yeah. especially like, you think of like, oh, like this guy wronged me and then you have to be the bigger man and like forgive them and just move on because you don't know how, how long time, you know, you have on earth. And also it's good for your mental, I think. I think it's good for you to like clear your conscious out, you know? Mm -hmm. So at least, you know, you did whatever you can to the best of your heart. And, you know, like you said, like God, like, you know, as a God's man, you know, you did the right thing in your mind and you came from good like intentions. Then at that point, it's up to the, whoever the output is, but at least you did the right thing from your end, right? You gave out the right energy, the right vibes, and you did the, you did what you had to do, right? So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, sure. So I have, I have a lot more questions, but just trying to make sure that it pertains. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, I guess, tell me about the three most, uh, I guess. Well, okay. I guess it makes sense. Tell me about, I guess, people that have, um, that, you have impacted or have and 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 tell me like what 
you've learned from that? Like, have you ever any, impacted anyone that, you know, with your music and stuff, has anyone like, you know, gone back to you like, yo, K case, like, this is like something that speaks to me, you know, like your dad, everyone can relate to that, you know? Yeah. So I think, and I think um, your music already, like when I was listening to it, it was, it was really good. So Appreciate I really it. see like big things for you, man. I Thank think it's you, gonna bro. Be that means the world to me. Thank you. Um, sure. I, there's a few, you know, people do come back and say things because I do put my heart and soul into music. So if you're in tune with yourself, you're going to feel it. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, people have sent me Snapchats crying, <laughs> like oh, wow. one of my old songs, like, oh my God. Um, but the biggest why I do thing, that? It was, why did I do yeah. that back in the day? <laughs> but the biggest thing was that my cousin had a friend whose dad was in a coma, and mm. I don't know the kid or his dad, but he told my cousin that I played that song you showed me from Case, and the next day my dad got out of a coma, and I played it because that's the type of music my dad liked. Yo, just talking crazy, about bro. And he and he woke up out of his coma from a song that I wrote. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to me. Bro, you <laughs> saved your dad's life. Or, yo. I don't know. But that, bro, that to, I don't know, bro. Like, bro, this after is getting I crazy. heard that news, I just went to, like, there's a waterfront. I went to the waterfront and just stared at the water because I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, yo, what's going on? You know? Yeah. Like, so I say that to say you can't plan what happens with your art or whatever with whatever you do. As long as you do it from here, it's gonna impact people in ways that you can't even imagine. And I couldn't get anything but humble from it. You know what I mean? Like that just humbled me. It's like, wow, you don't even know what you do it for. But when these things come back, it's like that's what I do it for you know, to impact people in a positive way. So, yeah. And you're a real one for that, bro. I mean, bro, just if you get big, you know, don't let that drive of humbleness and um, humility go. I think you're going to be so original and, you know, yeah. like that's going to be like, what's going to literally like, it may take longer for people to catch on, but it's mm -hmm. going to be the thing that's going to literally like drive them towards you rather than someone that's like trying to mimic Drake or J Cole or all these guys who are up there, you know? Like yeah. as much as they're great, I think you can be great in your own venue. And I think that's what they preach anyways. Yeah, and they absolutely. They do you, you know, so. Yeah. And, and you're like, wow, I heard your music and it seems like you've been doing it. And I'm like, that's the, that's the push and pull with me. It's like, I know how talented God made me, you know? Yeah. But it's that divine timing. It's when I'm ready, I will bless you, you know? And so I feel like they're coming one by one um, in ways I can't imagine. Like I'm writing songs for people. Um, features are coming in. It's like a lot of things going on. I did my own shows. Like, yeah. Is there anything you're wary of though? Like, uh, in the rap industry? Cause I know, uh, like it's all good and good and nice when you have accolades and when you have like all this fame and the right people and the connections and it's all nice, 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 sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I got that from Jake Paul, but like, <laughs> but like, uh, at the end of the day, is there anything like, uh, I guess toxic with the industry that comes with it? You know, definitely like, straying away from the guys who um like you know want to just use you for the mu music and not for you you know because you're you seem like a great soul bro for so sure. like i definitely don't want you to get screwed over and shit right yeah. so it's definitely good to know um how you assess that right and it's good to talk about it so yeah i just i feel like that's what's taking you so long it's because i'm not buying fake followers i'm not buying fake likes 
I'm not buying YouTube views. I'm I'm doing it the, the right way. I'm literally putting all my trust in God. So I don't even know if I'll attract those things. And if I do, I can recognize them. Um, but another reason why it's taking so long is because I have to own it. I have to own everything. One day, like, like I said, that sporadic energy. I'm just laying down chilling. Go look up Oprah. How does she make her money? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> she owned everything. Go look up Tyler Perry. How did he make his money? He owned everything. Shaq too. Shaq, same Shaq. thing. I was like, owns well, Max. He doesn't own everything, but he made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh, Kanye with Yeezy. How did he become two billion up? He owned that Yeezy company. You know what I mean? Jay Z. He owns half of Ducey. Owns the Forty Forty Club. Ownership is the key to to generational wealth. If you don't own a product or anything you're probably going to have to work. You know what I mean? Or at least set your family up to for better jobs, six-figure incomes. But other than that, especially in my community, we don't own anything. We're the biggest consumers. So I feel like I was sent here on earth. That's amazing. Yeah, to own something and to show everyone that it's possible, you know? So what did I do? Apply Pressure LLC. What did I do? Write songs for people. You know what I mean? What did I do? Create a catalog of music. I have six projects out in four years. So I didn't just sit on my hands and do nothing. You know, I, I went hard. I did what I had to do. So even you see now there's people, Future just sold his catalog of music for $60 million. People, there's a, there's a new um, trend going on in the rich communities of buying artist catalogs because your catalog is residual income. So say I die today, I can give my mom my whole catalog. I have six albums out. They make oh, money sure. every year. You know what I mean? That's residual. So it's kind of like uh, you're, if I'm correct, if I'm interpreting this, it's kind of like you're giving like the asset away to someone else in case you die. Yes. Yes. It's and then they just keep asset. reaping the benefits from it. Yes. And the only way it stays an asset is if you don't give it to a label. That's how labels are billion dollar companies because they have everyone's catalog. Mm -hmm. They own it. And in 30 years, they give it back to the artist. But by that time, they already had a Drake come through. They already had a Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. We'll give it back to you. We got these artists to give for 30 more years. So that's the game. So if I can retain ownership of my catalog. So if I, so like I always tell my family, if something hits a million views tomorrow, what do you think they're going to go back to? We're out of here at that point. You know what I mean? They're going to start buying merch. They're going to look up who I am. They're going to look at the old interviews. They're going to play the old songs. So I look at music as real estate now. I don't look at it as, oh, I'm trying to be a rapper. I'm trying to be famous. No, I'm actually a businessman creating my own real estate with my name on it. And guess what? I write the songs. <laughs> I engineer the songs. And I perform the songs. That's three streams of income in one song. So think about that. So when I told you that year where I took time to network with everybody, these are the things that I learned is that one song has like eight inch streams of income. It's not even funny. It's not even close. And there's so many things that they don't even tell you that I learned <laughs> and that I learned how to do. So, you know, my whole thing is keep it quiet, wait your turn, work hard and keep going. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and fortunately I like, I'm surprised I can even like, well, I knew I could relate, but I, I, you're right. Like it's, I'm surprised I can't even relate in the sense because so random, but I, what you just said right now, the income thing with the parts of the song, um, me and my brother, we go to this temple and this dude, 
he's like a 16, 17 year old kid and he like makes his own beats or whatever. And some rapper bought it from him for like five, six K yeah. his beats, yeah. just the beats like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, and like, even the kid was like, Oh, like I make like two, 300 here and there to sell beats. But like some dude came along really liked the beat murdered it. And then like sold it for six K. Now the guy is like making millions of dollars off the beat rapping, but he bought it. He, you know, he paid him like a legit amount, gave him credit and that's it. But it's like crazy because you would never think in a million years if you didn't, if I did not have that conversation with that kid and his like, you know, he didn't show me that I would have been like, like I would have never known that's like yeah. a stream, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, and I'm man. not even a producer. I don't even make beats. So I would probably do the same thing, like buy that beat. But what I like to do with producers, because imagine your friend said, I don't want to sell you the beat. Just give me a percentage. So that's what I do with, uh, so then he would have made more than five, 6,000. He probably would have made a hundred thousand off that million. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the game. So, so they, he's like 16. So yeah, that's he like, he's, he he's not going to know. He's like six grand. Wow. Six grand. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the whole game. So it's like, I try to just tell uh, producers, listen, I know where I'm going. Just get in on it now. I'll pay you a little bit here, but I want to put you down you know, publishing or something like come get in because when these things go up, you'll have residual income from the rest of your life. It's amazing too. Like where this entire industry and like how much as a community, like, you know, since the pandemic till now, how much tech has gone up, bro? Like everything is off TikTok views and it's like, people mm -hmm. are making real good money from this. So I yeah. think you and me are like hopping on at the right time and, you know, just collaborating and like you said, networking, knowing people I think that's going to be like the biggest thing. And, you know, just kids too. Like, I don't know if you know this, but um, I had one of like the influencers I follow. He went to like school the other day and you know, like how they're like, what, I, when I want to grow up, what I want to be, every kid's an influencer, every kid influencer, or, like something entrepreneurial, right? Like rapper, um, like, you know, my own ownership, but it's, it's weird, right? Like every kid, like that's, isn't that insane? I, I believe so. so. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, that's insane to me. Uh, so I guess okay. So I have some random ones, but I guess I'll see that for the end. It's like rapid fire, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm, so did you did you have any mentors in music? No. Oh shit! Okay. I, just, I mean, there's people I looked up to. You know, yeah. I study. I feel like in order to be great, you have to study. So I take a lot of time to study the grades. So my, my, my first, my two videos that I dropped last year and this year, they're telling a story, like a visual story along with an audio, a sonic, sonical, I don't even know the word, an audio story, okay. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but where did I learn that from? I realized that all the greats have videos that are like movies. Go look at every Michael Jackson video. <laughs> it's a movie. It's part of a Chris movie Brown. or it's in a movie, yeah. Chris Brown, a lot of his are movies. Jay-Z has a lot of videos that are movies. You know what I mean? Uh, who else? There's a bunch of them, but... The Isn't it Wakanda see... too? Like Black Panther? Like soundtrack too, right? Like that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I forgot Wakanda's thing. I don't know. I forget. SZA, I think? Oh, I think it was SZA. Maybe, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like Wait, in the new one, she was on the second one and just like, you know, 
part of the ending credit scene. It was part yeah. of the, you know, SZA like playing. And I was like, whoa, yeah. how? <laughs> exactly. So my music videos are movies, you know what I mean? And they're all connecting. So the third one is dropping real soon for nothing more, nothing less. So literally the story starts with me linking up with my friends. We're, we're cheers. We're, we're having a cheers. We're toasting to the good life. And then <clears throat> the next one, I get in the car. After I leave my friends, I go home and my girl's acting weird. Find, find out she, she cheats. And then this video for nothing more, nothing less is me in therapy. <laughs> and not that I went to yeah. therapy in real life, but the other stuff <laughs> yeah. is all true. So I was writing through it. Because again, I'm an artist. I'm not just a rapper. I'm an artist. So I'm writing through whatever I go through. Um, <clears throat> but it was important for me to tell the story visually. So yeah, these things are like movies. <laughs> and like your brand, Apply Pressure, What what is the company's role? Like what do you, is it, does it, like what is it exactly? Um, it's a retail store. <clears throat> we sell merchandise, obviously. Um, we sell mugs, stickers, bundles of hoodies, crop hoodies, hats, uh, so many other things. But it's a, it coincides with Case. You see the diamond. It's like a personification to me. I was just about to say that. Like, you should have added apply pressure with Case, but you already added the diamond. So that's. Yeah, that's yeah. They're, they're, they all coincide. So it's like Smart. no matter where you look, you see me. But the whole mindset of it is. You know, diamonds are created where? Under pressure. You know, I feel like I'm a gem. I feel like I give gems when I speak. So everything coincides. And when I make music, I'm a gem in music as well. Like there's not a lot of artists like me. So I feel like apply pressure is more than a clothing line. It's a mindset. It's a lifestyle. And it's something that I hold dear to me because I abide by it. Like I live that life. Like, I know how people say, are you about that life? Yes, I'm about that life, this life, apply pressure life. Like, I have to go hard. So it's kind of like mama mentality, apply pressure. Same thing. <laughs> and it seems like it's always uh, helped you with your confidence. I feel like you have a lot of confidence, but you're not cocky about it. You're just more so like, yo, apply pressure. But, like, I also know how to have a be a good guy and, like, chill out, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for, you sure. Just, for sure. Yeah, it's, so not a, it's not a... It's not an act. You know what I mean? Like, this is who I am. And I fought to be who I am. You know what I mean? I just, I try my best to just be my highest self at all times. So if, if rapping wasn't an option, was there anything else you would pursue aside from rap or entrepreneurship? So <laughs> entrepreneurship would be second plan. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a good, it's a good, um, like mentality to have, bro, because ownership is, so key and like like i think you said it earlier but like just owning shit and like also just you know getting old and like you know having age and all that shit like affect you when you're older mm -hmm. it's hard to do shit when you're yeah. young yo apply pressure <laughs> yeah this is the time <laughs> this is literally the time to just go hard like by 30 i would just want to be chilling you know i got a few more years till 30 i don't want to be chilling chilling but i want to have the option to chill go wherever i want you know what i mean do whatever i want so i agree though i agree right now is the time where you you gotta go hard you gotta go get it definitely is there uh what's next for you any anything you could leak or uh i have a 
besides this single, I think I, you sent me a bunch of stuff. So I just want to make sure I covered it. I can, I can leak something. I have a business partnership that's dropping soon with hey. a, a, a food, food company. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, I'm not going to try to guess it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be part of the NDA, bro. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> So yeah, ain't no, man, I ain't yeah. trying to healthy Indian trying to not trying to be like sneaky Indian right now. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> um, so just to go over like, you know, you as a person, mm. you had a new single this year, right? I believe. Yeah. Um, but it was, the song was from 2020. So it was a scheduled single, but it's dope that, you know, you're doing your thing. Mm. You did two shows this year called wave of gems. Yeah. Um, and then we can get into that as well. And then okay. you gave back to the homeless for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is amazing, bro amazing to do and i think giving back to anyone i think will hum like you know keep you grounded in your roots so that's awesome um you wrote songs for people so you're almost like a ghostwriter yeah i am right <laughs> yeah you sure. are a ghostwriter but i don't know if i could say that i don't know if that's like taboo in the rapping community um yeah it's whatever at least you got the credit right yeah uh, <laughs> sold the bundle for his company apply pressure llc mm-hmm. and Okay. And the last thing was you never received an email with Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true. That's cap. You got that even. <laughs> so, I'll be, yeah. So, we could get into to all of that. Um, Wave of Gems. Um, Talk about my that. college roommate, when I was at Ryder University, I transferred from Ryder to Rowan to play basketball. Then I got hurt twice. Oh, shit. And I'm like, and then that's when God said, do music, leave school. Okay. That's like a quick synopsis of it, but Wave of Gems was me and my old college roommate who's a DJ. I realized, you know, when ownership, like I said, and just being an entrepreneur and a businessman and a boss, you have to think that way. So God told me, learn how to make money off yourself. I told you to leave school. You did everything I asked. Now learn how to make money off yourself. So 2019, before the pandemic, I did two shows, 500 plus people. In New Jersey. So this was the difference. There was a middleman. There was a promoter. So they paid me like close to nothing. But again, I just told you 500 people was there. So that's 500 tickets sold. And I got paid, what, $100, $200? You know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah. So after the pandemic, time comes back around. I'm like, hold on. We have to take the middleman out. I have to take the promoter out because he's the one taking off. I know I can sell this out by, my, by myself. <clears throat> so I, I drop a uh, flyer, Wave of Gems. It's me, my college roommate, DJ So Wavy. It's a, another rapper, DJ, I mean, another rapper named Sakella J. And then another DJ named DJ Focus. And I Focus, knew man. I could sell this out. But I, again, when you're on your journey, you have to risk it. Got to risk it. I didn't know for sure if I could sell it out, but we did. So we ended up selling over 300 tickets without a promoter, just me, just Instagram, just DJ So Wavy. And Yo, we did. that's insane. 300 heads? That's crazy. Yeah, it was 300 plus. Like, it was so many people that, that my manager literally just stopped at the door. He's like, whoever else comes in can come in. Like, it's we're, we're good. We we hit our mark. Um, So that was Wave of Gems 1. And then that was an uber successful day. Like, very humbling. I got to perform in front of everyone. You know what I mean? 300 plus in a, a, a semi-intimate setting. They had our the flyer in my face on the screens all over. We had a section. It was it was amazing. Um, and again, I did that on my own with DJ So Wavy, right? 
Wave of Gems 2 comes around. I'm like, I want to do a brunch. I want to take another risk. We already did the nightclub. We know we can do it. Let's take another risk. We did a brunch. 100 plus people showed up. We did it again. <laughs> and this was on the day before Halloween. Yeah, this was the day before Halloween, and it was a Sunday. So, of course, I was nervous. I'm like, ah, what if we don't sell enough tickets? But we did. And it was another successful event. So I just want to say to everyone listening, like, you have to risk it. Just throw it out there and go hard. So I just you, did. You also had people helping you too, right? Which is, like, I think um, you weren't just like, oh, like, like of course, like, you're, you're a solo man. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have managers. You have a team. Um, you have people that, like, have your back. Yeah. And I feel like if they did it together and stuff, I think that really helped you. Like, your team is good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really just me and my manager. That's my team at this moment. We do we do case. Hey. He manages case, and then we both run Apply Pressure LFC. But yeah, friends and family, everyone showed up both times. You know, like damn supporters. You and it's funny. You don't know who supports you and who knows you. But people will come up like, "Yo, I've been supporting you this whole time," or "I've always loved your music. I just want to see you perform live." So you just never know. Um, so and wow. jersey too man like i'm from jersey too so like i yeah. definitely have that jersey price if you have a third one yo i'm down to yeah. down to show yeah. maybe yeah. me and a pill can just come show something. yeah for sure yeah. we're definitely gonna do something um but again okay so then that was wave of gems so this summer i really learned how how do you make money off yourself go do your own show right i told you how did tyler perry and, and oprah make their money ownership ownership just make money ownership ownership <laughs> So I, that's so we called the people. We called both facilities. Hey, can, uh, my name is Case. I want to do a show here. Can we negotiate an agreement? You get this money, we get this money, and let's sell this place out. Done deal. You know, that's boss talk. Like, you have to elevate yourself. I'm not just a rapper. I don't want to sign to a label. I'm not trying to just, you know what I mean? I'm not going down their path. I already knew. So, and then Apply Pressure was created in 2019, and by 2020, we did our, we like launched it out to everyone. So this year was our third year doing a Thanksgiving giveaway. And each year I wanted to make it bigger. So this year we partnered up with this, uh, a soup kitchen by Rutgers called Elijah's Promise. Um, and we also partnered with a group called the Black Girl Social Club of New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. So. Awesome. We were able to give over 1,500 items, really like two, 3,000, honestly, canned soup, hand warmers, hoodies, uh, water, gloves, everything. On Thanksgiving morning, we were able to give that away to everyone, and it was amazing. Like, I, I don't want people to say the moment I'm famous, I feel like I'm already famous in a way, but, you know, you got to claim it in the present. <laughs> you got to believe it to earn it, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't want people to be, like, when you get there to the apex and they're like, oh, well, he's doing philanthropy now. No, I was doing this when I didn't have money, when I didn't know. You know what I mean? This is our third year doing it. My, the first year, the company's in the red, bro. I don't care. I'm just using my own cash. You're just redlining. There's nothing yeah. to live by, you know? Yeah. Shaky. I'm using my own cash. Like, I don't care if the company made anything or it made a lot. We got to get this done. So each year, it was able to grow. And, you know, thankfully, next year, hopefully next year, we'll do more. But for Christmas, we're doing something. And this is the first time I'm announcing it. Hey, <laughs> uh, can't wait. There's a school in New Jersey. There's a little class. We know a teacher. 
um, for special needs. There's about six, seven of those kids. We asked them to give us a Christmas list and we're going to go um, get them no, get everyone awesome. something off their Christmas list. Um, so I think, you know, I'm finding my way and my place in this whole thing. And like I said, I didn't want to be like everyone else going into it. And it turns out I'm nothing like everyone else, you know? So, yeah. And you got to, you got to, like you said, you got to be a killer when it's time to rap and to do shit. But like when it comes to kids and like, you know, just being the next, you know, humbling person in the community, like you want to be like involved in the community and do the right things. And I did a soup kitchen too. And I actually did, um, like I was dating somebody at the time, but I was, uh, I tutored a down syndrome kid and it's not easy, bro. It's, 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 but it's also like, you know, you, you feel humbled. You're like, yo, wow. Like, you know, like if I could help someone out and just give them like a present, Absolutely. To you, it may not mean much, but to them, it's like, wow, I got yeah. something, you know? And so. my whole thing is, let's not forget about the, the forgotten. Like, people forget that, you know, Bro. it's like society doesn't even acknowledge these groups. They don't acknowledge the homeless. They don't acknowledge the people with special needs, especially after you're 18. <laughs> it's not, nah, they don't. Up. Yeah, so if I can do anything to help, I'm always looking forward to doing that because I, this, this journey is bigger than me. You know what I mean? I'm no, just definitely. playing my part. No, and like I'm glad you feel so strongly about it because I feel very strongly about that too. And uh, you know that that's what the healthy Indian is about, like mental health, but giving back to community, doing service. Um, you know, like in, in Newark too. Like I actually went to school in Newark, NJIT. So um, I did soup kitchens too uh, and stuff, and I did it for a lot of people. And like, yo, like there's times where you're like, damn, like food to them is like like godsend. You know, like they haven't eaten like two three days or you know, they haven't had the same background as us. So they're like, you know, not from the same upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, you definitely feel like they're, they value things more. And even when we're fundraising, it was interesting. Cause it was like the poor gave us money, but the rich didn't. Mm. And I did the social experiment. I saw that on YouTube too. And it was just one of the same, same effect, bro. It's like when you're, when you have money and when you're just, you have fame, I mean, I don't know why, but it's just, you can see like, people start caring less and it's sad to see that because you could be helping the less fortunate and stuff, you know, but, but it's, it's dope that you gave back, bro. Okay. So I know it's getting late and I have you here, but yo, honestly, I would be so down to do part two, part three, part four, because your journey just seems like a freaking movie, bro. So we want to uncover this movie. That's it. I'm I'm down. (laughs) I'm down. down. Yeah. 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 So, um, other than that, uh, if you have anything else left to say, um, on the, for the podcast, uh, for me or anything, but yo, thanks for coming on. You're an inspiration. Um, I think a lot of people will be able to take what you have, uh, articulated today and curated for, you know, the podcast as well. So I think everyone will be able to take something from it, especially from all the motivation, your company and everything else that you've talked about. So I think it's always a great one. And thank you for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you, bro. All I want to say is that I appreciate you sharing your platform, sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, asking great questions. This was a great interview. If I could do an interview like this every day, I would. You know what I mean? Like it's inquisitive, it's curious, and we need more people like that, bro. Like it's so box cutter. Okay, where where you where are you from? Okay, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like you ask great questions. So I appreciate you and your energy. And I hope that we continue to network and grow, you know? Yo, that means a lot to me, bro. And I'm coming in with the mindset of a student. And I purposely did today just because I wanted to learn from you. I didn't didn't come trying to flex. I wanted to learn. 
And then same with my, my audience. I want them to know too. Like if they listen to you, like, okay, he's just not, he's not just a guy I can listen to. He's a guy I can relate to. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. My Thanks, pleasure, bro. Appreciate bro. Thank it. you. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank Bye. you. All right.